Thanks for coming back to the Voices in Japan podcast. Our good buddy John is here again. Thank you for coming back, John, man. Really appreciate that. Hey, I appreciate the uh, the invite to be here. Things are going well. Ben, you were saying right before we were about to get started that you were took a trip recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in uh, I was in Tokyo last weekend and, uh, yeah, just to visit a friend and there was like, you know, like some kind of dance festival that was going on down there. So I just went down there for that. But then I, I met this dude. I met this, um, Australian guy at, at like the after party. Yeah. And it was like, it was basically like a dance party, like all day, all night kind of thing. Not your Sukhoi. <laughs> <laughs> it was your Sukhoi. Was it electronic your Sukhoi? Yeah, no, it was your Sukhoi, yeah. <laughs> Big festival going on in support right now, your Sukhoi. That's why I mentioned it. Traditional yeah. Japanese uh, dance. Actually, yeah. yeah, it's my code word for your Sukhoi. You were down there at dance party, met an Australian guy. Yeah, met an Australian guy, and he was just visiting. Dancing with an Australian dude. So he was just visiting Japan, just like on holiday, and, um, and he just, he met like all these people for the first time at his party, and we were like kind of all, you know, we were all like friends and stuff. And he said, like, everyone he spoke to, like, had been here for so long, like, yeah. you know, 10, 12 years. And he was so surprised. And I met him, like, we were, like, lining up for the toilet. And then I, I started talking to him. And he asked me, oh, how long have you been there? I said, oh, you know, 12 years. And he's just like, why does everyone stay here so long? Yeah. You know, he's like, he's just been there for, like, four days. Right. And he's like, why are there so many people that have lived here so long? And he just couldn't believe it. And, uh, and he's like, and he's asking me, like, why, why have you been here so long? And I said, man, it's such a cruisy life out here. Like, he's like, what do you do? What do you do? It's like, I, you know, I just teach English. And he was just like, bedazzled by it. He was like, yeah, but why is everyone, you know, here for that? He's like, because, you know, when you teach English, you have so much kind of free time to like just do what you want. And, and because of that, you know, people were there for the lifestyle. They're not there for the job. It doesn't matter really what job you do. But when, as a foreigner, you can get these jobs where it's like you're not really working. No, it's like yeah. permanent vacation. Yeah. Permanent yeah. spring break a little bit. Which which isn't to say that there aren't serious English teaching jobs no. that people do. And some many people were educators before they even came to Japan. Exactly. Myself yeah. included. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so... I just came over here as an extension of what I was already doing back home. And it just so happened that the lifestyle I could make for myself over here doing the same work, like you said, cruisy. I mean, like just the quality of it is so much higher. Yeah. The, the, the quality of life I live here is, I feel, given my own background, like really high and very satisfying and, uh, yeah, gratifying. I mean, when you live anywhere in a city where people go, there's a lot of tourists. I mean, if you live in a vacation destination, you know you're pretty lucky. And we've got all that here. Plus, you know, just like you're saying, lifestyle, balance, up here in Hokkaido, nature, city life, nightlife, food in Japan, best food in Japan in Hokkaido. We've got so many things here that we're spoiled. But we were going to talk a little bit uh, in detail today about teaching English because, oddly enough, 
even though we have a lot of experience uh, in teaching English, we've never actually done an episode on teaching English. So I think it's worth discussion. Yeah, I think it's worth because I mean the majority of dudes and girls who end up coming to make a life here, they came over on a year contract to sling the slang, and you know a lot of people only stay a year. And that's it. And then they they go to do more serious things back home. Well, it's a good it's a good stepping stone. It's a good resume builder to go live in a foreign country, especially for sure. People in the U.S. Uh, for like a year or two, and then come back. Either whether you're applying to grad school or just trying to get a good job, like people look at overseas experience, even a year or two, as like something that hardly anyone uh, has actually done. And, and if you have any competency in the language as well. <laughs> I mean, as an American, that's a big thing. I so mean, have, I thought about yeah, that when yeah. I initially came over. I mean, well, yeah, that was what I was going to ask you. Did you come here just for like a year in mind, or? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, same here. So I was a high school teacher in Northern Virginia, and my intent was to do a year abroad, teach to whatever capacity I could, and then after the year contract was up, go back to the exact same job. But I was going to be the one teacher in all of Northern Virginia, you know, 5,000 teachers that, well, no, maybe not the one. I, I, I don't know what other people did, but one of the few that had gone abroad and like, yeah, taught another culture. Especially Japan. Especially Japan. But you know, do you know what's really rare? What's, what's really rare is you are one of the only few actually qualified teachers to come to Japan <laughs> and teach English. Which well, actually, is why... Mm-hmm. Sorry. Go ahead. Which is why mm-hmm. the the um, the the job has such a stigma. Because, you know, and it is true that the bigger Eikaiwa teaching companies will just hire randoms who aren't particularly qualified. Although, I mean, if you do the have... The only qualification you need is that you're a native English speaker. Well, and a graduate of... And, and a graduate of four years. And a graduate of university. And, and but generally, any degree Generally speaking, I think that's true, though. I mean, any four-year-old... Oh, sorry. Four, <laughs> any four-year-old <laughs> can do much of... can say a few words, man. Sorry. You're qualified. Sorry. <laughs> you speak complete sentences. You're in. You're in. Huxtable. Um, no, sorry. Obviously, I've misspoken. What I meant to say is that any college degree holding native speaker can do entry-level quality English speaking for which a short time. Need, which is all you need. Which, which is all you need. The question is whether or not you actually like the work and right. you're willing to like get into it. And you have to have a bit of understanding. And there's not many people that actually come into teaching, especially in Japan, teaching English in Japan, that actually really wants to be that as a career right. no no no, no. You I think always it's hear kind of the, an accidental career yeah you always hear mm-hmm. the oh man i really want to get out of teaching i need to think of something to do and like, most of the time a lot of those teachers in japan are thinking that and they're probably still thinking about it whilst they're doing their teaching jobs well then and those are the people who shouldn't be teaching because right, that, that's the majority I, of the people yeah i don't know I reckon, I mean, I'm 40 years old. You guys are not far off. Oh, should I not say that? You're four no, years no. old? He's 40. 40. Oh, right. it's, my, it's my American pronunciation. Yeah, I'm 40 years old. No, I've said it before. I'm four. We, t- we were talking about this the other day. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the youngest here. Ben thought yeah. we were right. the same right. age. Yeah. Like, you're different. Like, yeah. And I honestly, I feel quite content and uh, satisfied with 
with how I spent my thirties. I, I I like teaching. I actually like it, dude. Yeah. I think yeah. like I tell this to my dad like all the time. Every year I've been in Japan, my life has always been progressively better than the previous year. Yeah, I can say I can honestly say that. Too I've bad. never felt like I've had. Like I never had felt like I had like a bad year. I've had challenges, but I never felt like I had a bad year. And I literally feel like each year of my life is getting successively better and more enjoyable. And okay, and that that perhaps is the main component of being an English teacher. It's like I don't know how it would be. I have I have an old college roommate who teaches in Vietnam, and he has a great quality of life, and he's he's really satisfied and happy. And I have to say that the same is true for me over here. And like the life that I have here in Sapporo is unlike any I could imagine having in America, except for a few select places that are so crowded with people who want to be doing the exact same thing. Whereas in Sapporo, Sapporo feels spacious. It's weird. And it feels full of opportunity despite being not a particularly, I mean, it's not Tokyo, obviously. But if we go back to what you were saying about the, uh, being a teacher and moving to Japan, actually, when I was on, so I'm not teaching anymore, but I will say it's one of the things I enjoyed most out of any career I've ever had. But, uh, when I was on JET program, um, there's probably like, I don't know, 12 to 15 people that came and it's all right. 12 to 15 people that came in my group and probably like four or five of them were like serious, uh, teachers with like degrees and that background and everything. And they always felt like they seemed like they were always struggling a little bit with the life because they were always like wanted to use their ideas. But Uh, on the jet program, you're assistant language teacher so you don't really have too much control of curriculum except for a few select positions or something Mm -hmm. so they always just felt like i mean they were just going through a constant frustration and stuff so unless you work if you're on jet program unless you work with like a japanese teacher who's giving you that freedom or you have a lot of control like they you know they were just like here for two years with like constant frustration one of them is still here though he's been here for like 14 years now so i guess he's happy well you were jet yeah. You came over with Jet. Did you feel restricted at all? Or did you feel like your style was being cramped as a teacher? No, because I was just, well, I definitely didn't feel like, I felt, except for when I was teaching in high school, I felt, felt like I had less meaning than when I was like a <laughs> Kaiwa. Which is to say that the high school that. kids didn't acknowledge your, your special existence as much as you had wanted? No, they all loved me. But the yeah. high school, no, the high school, I had more, uh, like, control control of what was going on you know but when i was like when you're teaching in junior high schools and especially elementary schools elementary schools you're just like there all right sing a song say this yeah and uh, a lot of people compare like being in junior high schools to being like a human tape recorder <laughs> oh yeah, yeah no, i yeah, can man. i can we've yeah. all been there we've all been human tape recorders yeah but uh again it just depends on the school though but anyways it was like serious teachers who were like there to like try out some things they had studied you know in university different (laughs) approaches to teaching and stuff and theory and and then they're just like okay can you read this conversation with me (laughs) a b the jet program and all those language schools they don't want that they don't want teachers like that they want people who are completely new to teaching so they can basically brainwash you. Mold them. Yeah, they because yeah. they don't want anyone that, you know, has any idea of teaching because they might be against it. Yeah. And if they're against their way of teaching, 
then they're not going to be an effective teacher. Well, so they'd rather get someone that has no idea. Yeah, so they but can I enjoyed Ekawa so much more. Than yeah, me too. Yeah, the, me too, well, for and the, sure. big, the big schools. So I came over as an OVA teacher. You came over. I came over. We both uh, came Eon. Eon, same Eon. school. Okay, yeah, okay which, which was Nova's uh, competitor, right? Yeah. So we both came over for huge corporate language schools, which nowadays are kind of dinosaurs compared to 15 years ago. 20 years ago. Like, was that lot, was a heyday, right? 20 years ago. like, pub, uh, what's it called? Like, smaller schools or something is the norm now, or what? Are there just... It, well, the smaller schools and just people... I don't think as many people, like, Japanese citizens, like, the, the English boom uh, that existed that supported yeah, those schools to much, grow into these boom. massive corporations. Yeah. I mean, Nova itself was, like... I mean, you can't compare it to Toyota, but as as far as English schools go, it was kind of a Toyota. Like, yeah, all those commercials, that little character was like. Super, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they were huge, man. I mean, they had a thousand schools throughout the country employing like fifty thousand foreign teachers. Yeah. <clears throat> and think about what that entails for them as a corporation, because. Because as foreigners, we know that <laughs> it ain't easy to be a foreigner over here. Especially if you're like not really committed to being over here and, and, you know, so those big companies had to provide insurance contracts. They had to provide home or like housing. And again, like going back to the whole stigma aspect, like so many people who aren't necessarily uh, invested willing, like they, they were never really had any intention of investing themselves in the culture came over here to have fun. And that's exactly what they did. And upon exiting the country, like, I don't know, they, they kind of leave this, this fog of, uh, I'm getting a little abstract here. All right. Well, no, yeah. You know, what's was interesting because a lot of people, they don't, Sorry, <laughs> a lot of Japanese. Lost my train of thought there. <laughs> a lot of Japanese people don't realize this, but like the sample of foreign population that you get in Japan is very different than what reality of the spectrum of people Thank back you. home. You this know? is what I, this is a point perhaps I wanted to make. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Like it's not a fair sample of, of, of personality. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, but people don't always realize that they think like all foreign people like wear sandals and carry huge backpacks on their back and like <laughs> ride the subway, you know, <laughs> Wear like, sunglasses on the subway. Yeah, say sumimashen whenever no, they have the chance. That, that is the backpacker population, and that's just like one small part of the spectrum of people you will meet overseas. You know, so. Yeah. I will say this, man. The one biggest thing that I enjoyed about uh, teaching at the large English language school is like you're, you've just come over, and immediately, especially if you're teaching adult classes, you're just meeting all these p- different people. You're set up yeah. from the get go. And set also, up. and also, the man, they make you feel like a rock star when you first oh, get for here, sure, yeah. and it's crazy. And that, and that's where the stigma comes from. Because so many people, <laughs> but you're not getting the money. You're not getting the money that it doesn't know, rock matter. stars it doesn't get. Matter. But you're a rock star. But you're still getting the booze and the women, <laughs> and, and like the notoriety. 
Charisma man. Okay, so okay, charisma. Do you want to talk about charisma man, Bert? Sure. I don't know too much about. It. I've only seen like you know, and we all know who charisma man is. Oh yeah, yeah. He's I'm all saying. of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At one point in our English teaching career. Yeah. What was the latest one I saw? It was something about like his arch enemy is like foreign girl or something. <laughs> American girl. She's yeah, because she's gonna expose like who he really is. <laughs> oh, oh no, not guy Jin, girl Jin. Yeah, girl Jin. Yeah, girl Jin. Yeah, Girls in his nemesis. Yeah. yeah. There are, so whereas guys come over here and tend to have a bit of a heyday. As uh, charisma man. As charisma, as charisma man, man with, with, with the female population in Japan. A lot of foreign girls come over here hoping to meet a nice Japanese man. Or not Japanese man. And find themselves sorely disappointed <laughs> after a year or two. So, so I don't, for me, again... Like yes, I did start my education career as a uh, as a teacher, but that again, that, that was kind of a fluke in America as well. Like, oh, so you didn't you didn't plan to be a teacher? Well, I didn't I didn't have a teaching degree, so I graduated university with a, uh, a English literature degree, emphasis in writing. And but right after university, I went into like landscaping because it was easy, quick money, things I knew how to do. And then I saved my money and I went hiking. I hiked the Appalachian Trail, and then upon finishing the Appalachian Trail, my girlfriend at the time was emailing me like, hey, my friend Anne-Marie, who was like 45 years old, she's not doing so well at the school, and she wants to quit her English job next Monday. Do you think you can take over? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I can. And so immediately I was shoehorned into this high school English teaching job for the county at the same high school I graduated from with the same teachers who used to be my teachers, and then man, suddenly that must they're be hard, right? no, no. It was cool. It was weirdly cool, man. It was weirdly comfortable. Really, like working with your teacher. That yeah. must be pretty. Yeah, bad. but, but I mean, you think about like your teachers, are like your favorite people. Exactly. It, no, no, no. I, I really. Yeah, but you can't work. You can't be coworkers. Something you look up to. You know no, I mean? no, 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 it was be, cool. You know, it was, it was, it was seven co-work. years after the fact. Yeah. I, you know, I was obviously more of an adult. The money was good. It was the highest paid um, starting salary in all of America oh, really? for uh, for first year teachers. Lyon County was the fastest growing county in America. Anyways, um, <clears throat> my point. <laughs> teaching, <laughs> with your, oh, teaching with your what's teachers. That? What's yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. That, like, yeah, I, you know, trial by fire started to become an English teacher. And, man, when when you're 25 years old from like suburban east coast america and you get thrown into a classroom the exact same classroom that you used to inhabit as like some nasty denizen eight years ago and now it's got like there's this new generation this new breed yeah. of super kid yeah, and they've yeah. got this like tech in their hand you know yeah. they were holding their phone like That's this so weird. it was man <clears throat> surreal even you know it was it was trial by fire yeah and so after a couple of years of that, I came to Japan and coming here and teaching. Like, <laughs> I was like, hey. "Charisma man." <laughs> no, Bert, I was good. I was good, man. I controlled myself, but like it was, it was. And the, here's the thing, though. It's not like it's a lower quality of teaching. I'm still Dude, providing. All the, all the sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna karate chop my point into your table. 
my point is is that I'm still a good teacher, I think, but man, yeah. So you've never felt that like frustration that I was seeing like some of those other people teaching back. But well, actually, I guess if you weren't focused on getting back to your home country as a teacher, or were you? No, I quickly dropped it for the Hokkaido lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the students here, they won't like square up to you and threaten you. Whereas in England, and, and they won't they smoke would. pot in the bathroom, yeah, and they won't yeah. like pull out their and they won't backchat you. They won't say no, yeah. sir. They won't swear at you. And nowadays they vape. Man, I'm not up on the vape tech. I don't know what that is. What high school students? The the vaping. I I I looked at Latin, uh Sorry, um, the county where I'm from. I look just like two weeks ago. A guy I uh, that went to the neighboring high school, a good friend who I used to play uh, soccer with, he just he became an elementary school teacher in the county, and then got arrested. He was the third person in like ten days to be arrested for drinking on the job. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend was like, "Dude, did you hear about?" <laughs> I said, "No," and he emailed me the picture. I'll show you guys the picture just so you can see how terrible it is. This is a state of like one of the best counties in America as far as teaching goes. Like <laughs> they hate their lives. They hate their lives. And here we are and we we podcast and we snowboard. Yeah. Once every you're, couple of weeks. You always kind of hear like stuff in the news how badly, you know, teachers are being treated like in America and England and stuff and then complain about their wages, their lifestyle. Yeah, but do you think all Japanese public school teachers are happy? That's a good point. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to make fun. My my point is, like, I, I may not be living such a high quality of life had I stayed back in Northern Virginia, but mm-hmm. here, I honestly do feel like I'm, I feel thankful for yeah, the teaching, way things have Teaching English out. definitely allows uh, a much kind of freer lifestyle. So Ben, you, you you're a hobbyist. What what do you like to do? Yeah, I like to you know I like to do a lot of sports like tennis, podcasting, football, uh, jujitsu. Me and Burke do some jujitsu and stuff, and I have enough time to do all of those things. And you make do some money, right? Yeah, yeah. I That's mean, the point. I mean, enough first money and foremost, to do that. Yeah, yeah and to save foremost, as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you're not in debt. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. Not, man, I gotta go back to teaching, man. <laughs> You're not in debt either. <laughs> no, I'm not in debt. I'm, well, I'm in debt in terms of like just throwing years of my life away. Karma. Yeah. <laughs> Karma debt. Yeah. Is that the the life of a salary man? That is, um, man. That's the life of a salary man. It's different than teaching. It's kind of different. different. Yeah. Because sure. like as a as a um, a teacher, you never really have to do unpaid overtime. Or mm-hmm. even over time. Well, as a foreign unless teacher. you're unless yeah. you're full time. Yeah, a yeah. friend of ours whose name starts with M is a full <laughs> full time teacher, and and granted, he's compensated very well for his time. Another thing, like teachers in Japan, I mean, they make they make good money compared yeah. to the rest of the population. Yeah, yeah well, it, and it also just like constantly increases the more they put up with it. So yeah, exactly. Years, yeah. Uh, and and I mean the one of the heads of our school. Granted, I work for a private Catholic girls' school, but like one of the teachers drives BMW. Like they they all of them 
Now, granted, they do work a lot, but maybe they, teachers do they get paid here a lot better than they do? Like, I think so. I think it's I think it's much more respected as well. I think it's I think a lot of it has to do. I with, mean, we get called sensei at work. One thing is, I think women and men do they get equally paid in education in Japan? I have a feeling they do more than I think probably so. the corporate yeah, world. Yeah. I think yeah. So. yeah. Um, but I think uh, definitely once you get to become a certain level in the Japanese public school system, you're getting paid pretty uh, pretty comfortably, man. Yeah, as yeah. you should be. But here's another thing. Like the students, compared to American students, they're just so tame. They're well, so... Even what level are you talking about? Like uh, high school or... Middle school and middle high school. school. Yeah. Even the high school girls... And again, granted, I'm working at a private school, so probably it must be quite different working. Well, one thing I'll say is like my school in the U.S., uh, public school, so it was like broad range of society, but we had uh, a full-time cop at the school all the time. Oh, we had that at my school as well. Yeah, but I'm just saying like in Japan, you don't have like a full-time cop. Taking care of things. Why would you? No, but I have seen like junior high school boys get out of hand and like try to rough up teachers and stuff. But that was uh, like Dude, the worst schools. Did you guys see that video uh, a couple months ago about where basically some students in high school had had in Japan? Yeah. Oh yeah, they were setting up this teacher. They were going to aggravate the teacher, and this one kid who apparently I saw that had pierced his ear. He had pierced his ear. And the teacher had given him gruff about it. He decided that he was going to, you know, aggravate the teacher by going into the class again with the, the earring in. And his friend was going to be out in the hallway and filming it. You can look this up right now if you feel free. It's on if, YouTube, if right? If you want to. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it, yeah. So what happened? Uh, did you see it? No. Okay. So what happened is, as predicted, he wears the earring and talks junk. And the teacher gets him out in the hallway and, like, starts... What's the word uh, when something somebody down? What do you say? Talking down. Talking somebody Dressing down. Dressing him down. Yeah, 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 dressing him down. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> he starts dressing this dude down. And, you know, the kid just gets louder and louder and louder, escalating it. <laughs> and so what's the Japanese teacher do? He, he drops him. <laughs> he punches him. He knocks the kid down and the his ground. And mate, his mate was filming it, right? And his buddy oh. was filming it. And then the teacher, like... <laughs> Uh, proceeds to like grab the kid's leg and drag him around the hall, and suddenly a, a couple of students appear in the background. They're like, Sensei, stop! Sensei, stop! Stop! Don't do that! You know, in Japanese. And, um, and, and when you read the news and the comments afterwards, like, a lot of people were in support of the teacher. Yeah. They're like, that kid was out of line. This is like foreign people make comments or Japanese no, people? No, Japanese people oh, really? were like, you should never talk to your teacher that way. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there you go. The sensei has a lot of respect. I accidentally, or I, I accidentally, sorry. I actually had a student today. I'll let you try and guess who it was, Ben. She called me, oh my. But she did it in a kind of joking way in front of the class. Like, oh my. Yeah. Uh, debate class. For, She's, for people who don't know, Omaya is like a kind of a very disrespectful, disrespectful way of saying you. I think I know who it is. So she's, uh, sure. she's kind of a, she's probably kind of a problem student to begin no, with. No, no, no. No, no, no. And the uh, reason I let it fly is because actually she's the greatest. Oh, she's, okay. she is arguably the best student in the class, if not the school. And she was doing it for like comedic effect. 
this girl, no, this girl, and I forgave her immediately. Like, as she was saying it, I was like, look at you. But the other students around her were like, their jaws dropped. They could not believe that she was addressing their teacher as oh my in front of a bunch of girls. And uh, yeah, so honestly, I had to put on a bit of a show to pretend like it mattered to me. And I, so yeah, I dressed her down a little bit. I'm like, would you ever say that to a Japanese teacher? And she's like, no, I'm sorry. And she ended up, you know, being apologetic, uh, apologetic about it. But, Did but you tell her yeah. afterwards, yeah, I had to do that, man. It's not good. <laughs> oh, she, no, no, it was, it was, it, it was a total like acting game as we did it. Yeah. She's like, okay, I'm sorry. And I'm like, yeah. I know you're not, but whatever. <laughs> Fine. Cause I don't really care. You know. So we've kind of talked a lot about uh, teaching at conversation schools and then teaching a little bit in public schools, but there's other job teaching jobs that people do too. Like uh, Ben's moved on to you're teaching at universities. Universities, and stuff. No, yeah. man. I, th- so, I think yeah. universities is probably the the better places to work at, just because you don't get any back chat at university. But like the ben. students always do exactly what you say, and even if they don't know what they want to do. They won't ask you about it. They won't kick up a fuss about it. But aren't they like the least enthusiastic? Yeah. The least, the most yeah. disinterested. So isn't that kind of like? But they're very easy to teach. Pulling teeth, oh really? Yeah. But what about what about they the, do exactly what you say? What about the contracts? Like, like how much stability do you have? Yeah, because I because you have to kind of piece together. Yeah, like, well, you work in part time, and you work in probably a few universities, but. They're actually probably more secure than uh, a full-time job because a lot of those full-time uni jobs, they're only five years. But if you work in part-time, there's no, there's no limit. Forever. You could stay there forever. You could work at like all these universities and, you know, you can work there for ages. Yeah. But, and it, but the thing is, if one goes bust, you're not going to be screwed over because you've got all these risk. other. Yeah. You got these well, other universities. To how work often at. do universities go bust? Oh, it happen- it's happening. It's happening a lot. I hear yeah. stories, especially recently, of uh, people's teaching hours, especially universities, just like awesome one year. Yeah, lose like two hours. Of or teaching. even just yeah. unis just closing down, like small universities yeah. just closing oh, down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, lack of students. Yeah, less <laughs> enrollment for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so a lot of, uh, people teaching at universities. So there's, you know, maybe some people think like teaching in Japan just means teaching for like a large English school or something. Um, but yeah, there's all sorts of jobs. And I actually sound, found an interesting site. Maybe I'll post it on the Facebook page as well, but it kind of gave an evaluation of all of the different English teaching schools, like part-time ones, major ones, gave background, gave rankings for, benefits and quality and enjoyment yeah and then like underneath each of the schools they put like areas are like people can ask questions and former people who work there can like answer the questions so it's like one of the most informative websites i've seen about teaching english i was pretty interesting it had everything from like jet program to part-time schools what was what was considered to be the best kind of area to work in well i I didn't look at everything i didn't look at everything but of course it said like uh jet program had really good benefits 
I reckon Jet is probably Jet, Jet one is of the best one. ways to come over one. here. Yeah. I, I got rejected from Jet. As did, did I. Oh, really? As did I. You were on Jet, right, Burke? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Why did you get rejected, Ben? Uh, they didn't tell me. Did, did they tell they you? Didn't, no, they didn't tell me. And I told myself it was because I put my application in late. <laughs> I told myself that I was probably too late and it was a rush job. Jet's very competitive. Because I was so... I, but, I, but I was a high school teacher in America. <laughs> How could you possibly refuse me? Right? Honestly... So, Actually, I know why I got refused because I wasn't even a teacher. So I was, uh, I was an engineer when uh, I applied. And, uh, I mean, I, I applied yeah. oh, from ben, Japan. Can I ask you, were you really an engineer or were you a 20-year-old kid with an engineer degree? I was an engineer. I was an engineer for two years. Oh, really? Aerospace engineer. Really? Yeah. What the hell did yeah, you I build? Aerospace engineer. What did you I did build? Like, I, did like the con- I designed the control panels on like Airbus like 360s and 380s and stuff. Like you yourself or like yeah. you were part yeah, 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 of the yeah. team? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you come teach English in the Japan, com- the bro? The company did that as a whole. Yeah, so yeah. we all did that together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I thought maybe... Ben like, came over here with like 1.8 mil in the bank. No, he was like... Gave it all up. Gave it all up, man. I, I, I thought like if I looked up Airbus control panel on like Wikipedia, your picture would come up. <laughs> <laughs> He's holding like... I thought that's what you were saying. It's the BEN 240. <laughs> <laughs> all right well so and it just goes to show that anybody with a degree can get a job <laughs> over here even if you have an engineer even if it's complete, completely unrelated to english doesn't doesn't matter yeah well, and i actually interviewed for jet while i was in japan teaching for a large english language school i had to fly back to the u.s just for the interview that's sorry back. Wow. oh yeah we're gonna have to cut that <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah so How about we do a final? Yeah. What are the best companies to work for if you wanted to come to Japan? We said Jet. We start work with Jet. In 2019. Yeah, Jet was number. You one. mean coming over to Japan? Not once you're here. And you're right, fine. right. Yeah, yeah. To get over here. I will say. I, I think, don't even know, man. Well, I think out of the major English schools, I think Eon is actually. Well, I don't know how it is now, but when I came over, and probably you too, it was actually one of the better ones in terms of how they treated you. Salary. Yeah, salary. Yeah. I didn't hear, like, I heard one of the language schools, I can't remember which one, had, like, a really weird training where they had just, like, stand and, like, open the store and practice, like, opening the door and giving a <laughs> greeting for, like, one hour. I, I know. I, th- the... I think I know that company. It was, like, and yeah. a part of their training, too, was to uh, to greet a cardboard cutout of a person yeah. and just smile at them. Yeah. I heard, our, I heard about our that. Friend, our yeah, friend went to that training, that. one yeah. of our friends. Yeah. I, I won't say his name, but it begins with an M. And um and like it it happened and he just walked out he just like ran out down the stairs. Oh really? But he he, at, did he keep teaching? Or, or? Yeah, no, he he carried, but not for that company. He was like, oh. I'm not gonna say hello to a billboard. And he walked and um and he ran down the stairs and the trainer chased after him. Was like, come back, come back, you know. <laughs> It's okay, it's okay. And he was like, no way, man, I'm not coming back here. But he's still here now. I don't talk to people, Japan, bro. And he's teaching, but he just like, he's one of the few that I actually know that went through that interview process. That, man, they that... don't do anymore. Honestly, we didn't even talk about the weirdness of teaching English because there's so much weirdness to it. I mean, just by the very nature of living in Japan, which is a completely different culture especially when you get uh, granted we've all been here long enough that we're used to like weird little things like that but think about like private lessons where 
women fall in love with you and in their mind they're like I'm gonna marry my English teacher <laughs> and, and Mr. English teacher's like I'm gonna get $25 from this woman for teaching her for an hour and then I'm gonna you know like we haven't talked about that we can cover all that again man maybe on the definitely on the next one I mean this is a lot to cover just in one episode anyway oh yeah I feel like we really barely scratched the oh, surface oh we totally did we totally yeah. did yeah. a lot more not more to talk about yeah, yeah. for sure <laughs> alright which hey, is why I'll be here for another 20 years yeah and uh, we're glad that you were here with us again this time too and you gotta come back again thank you John thank you for having me guys soon. and uh, hey th- wanna say thanks to everyone again for tuning in and uh, we'll see you guys next time.